Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome back to the We Know Fantasy Waiver Wire Wishlist. For fans of the show, I have some sad news for you. Zach Van Meter, my co-host on every Monday night, the last four weeks at least, will be no longer joining us as the uh, scheduling and the, and the recording of this podcast conflicts with uh, um, some sports. His kids are taken in, which I understand, but I already know Zach is very good at what he does, and uh, we're, he surely will be missed here on the Waiver Wire Wishlist podcast. But for this week, it'll be myself flying solo here for you. This is Nate with We Know Fancy. You can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at We Know Fancy. Along with this podcast, we're going to daily on podcasts or some form of uh, you know multimedia content. The Waiver Wire Wishlist, of course, is Monday. Listen to it right now. Every Tuesday, same as Richard Slinger, episode one of the week is released. Wednesday, We Know Fantasy podcast featuring the Fancy Fro with myself and the Fancy Fro, of course. Every Thursday, We Know Fancy Contributors podcast where a group of our great contributors come on and give you some different insight on different topics. Uh, Friday is the second episode of Samuels vs. Slinger of the week. Saturday is the uh, We Know Fantasy DFS podcast. On Sunday mornings, we have We Know Fantasy live stream on our Twitch channel brought to you by Brian Wentworth himself. So with that being said, you can visit our website, weknowfantasy.com, for some more fantasy football content, including daily articles and uh, you know different series and things of that nature. But let's move on to the actual meat and potatoes of this podcast. I mean, I like to say that. I do that in a lot of podcasts, don't I, guys? Anyhow, this will be a little bit different today. I don't have a co-host this week. I'm just going to go through no set numbers for each position. I'm going to have at least two, I believe, uh, maybe one tight end, maybe two tight ends. Who knows? Two tight ends here. But a, this is a week, there's about five or six uh, wide receivers. I highly recommend you guys go out and target. The wide receiver pool is uh, you know, endless right now with six people being on there. You have to at least go and get one of these guys. But there is a running back who is atop my list opposed to these great performances by these receivers this week. We'll jump into the thing, guys. As always, kicking off with our quarterbacks here. Starting off, Andy Dalton, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, of course, we saw what happened. Dak Prescott had surgery on a uh, broken ankle, probably out for the season. Uh, this is Andy Dalton's team now. Uh, it was a great sign this offseason that the Cowboys did bring in Andy Dalton, a very good quarterback. Uh, you know, he's still a, a competent starting starting quarterback, in my opinion. Uh, wasn't even the best uh, end of things there in Cincinnati for what he did for that organization. But anyhow, Andy Dalton is the quarterback now for the Dallas Cowboys, owning 3% of Yahoo and 0.2% of ESPN leagues. Um, you know, the, the sample size we saw uh, you know, on Sunday was small. He... Uh, he had 11 attempts, 9 completions, 111 yards, no touchdown, took one sack. But had 108.7 passer rating in his time there. Held him for the win against the Giants and uh, against Arizona, Washington, and Philadelphia the next three games. Which are decent matchups across the board, in my opinion. So if you're looking for a quarterback, you need a streaming quarterback, or find that replacement if you're a Dak owner uh, or if you're a struggling owner, maybe a Matt Ryan owner. Andy Dalton really is a guy that you can plug in. This offense put up numbers. And I don't. It's going to slow down because Dak Prescott's a great quarterback. Um, but they're going to put some good numbers, and Andy Dalton will do uh, that as well. That's a straightforward one. My second quarterback is another straightforward one, and this guy needs to be owned in a lot more leagues. Ryan Fitzpatrick. He just went on and dropped 43 points against my 49ers, uh, an embarrassing uh, attempt on their end. But let's see. Since week one, so week two through week five, he scored 24.32, 25.2, 23.3, and 27.6. This man... Uh, you know, the beard, Ryan Fitzpatrick, only only 21% of Yahoo, 19.9% of ESPN leagues. Criminal, in my opinion. I don't think Tua uh, plays this season with the way Ryan Fitzpatrick is going. Uh, we know that last season he had a great start, and then, you know, the wheels fell off, and inevitably he was replaced and started again. Anyhow, as he's going right now, you need you need to be playing Ryan Fitzpatrick. And, uh, 
Look at this. He goes on and plays the Jets this week. One of the worst, if not the worst, secondaries in the entire league. So go and get yourself a Ryan Fitzpatrick if you can't get an Andy Dalton uh, long-term. I'd even say Ryan Fitzpatrick is a better start next week uh, than Andy Dalton with <clears throat> the way this Dolphins team has been playing. Quarterbacks out of the way here. Let's move to running backs. And my number one waiver priority of the week, I know he goes a little above the 40% own mark. I like to stay under here for this podcast. So we know fancy waiver wire, which is podcast. But I'm going Alexander Madison. Minnesota Vikings is owning 41% of Yahoo and 41.6% of ESPN League. So we saw uh, <clears throat> we saw Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook went out with an injury, a groin injury. Uh, he was supposed to have an MIR today. Uh, MIR MRI. Uh, apologize for that today. <clears throat> and uh, you know, when asked about the MIR that he underwent, uh, Zimmer said that it went well. So we'll see what happens there. But I don't see him playing. In a week or two, maybe, maybe even longer. And Alexander Madison would be a wide re- or running back one on a lot of teams across the league. Um, <clears throat> he's a fantastic back, would fill in great, you know, when we had the scare of the Dalvin Cook holdout before the season. You know, uh, Alexander Madison was a guy that people wanted. But in that, uh, in Cook's absence uh, last week, uh, not last week, but when he left, uh, you know, yesterday, Sunday, he had 20 attempts for 112 yards. This man is a fantastic running back, um, and without Cook on the field, he will be an RB1, no doubt. So if you're grabbing an RB1, even if it's for a week or two, he has to be your top priority, and who knows what Cook will be facing down the road. Uh, second running back here is, you know, I struggle to find running backs this week, but J.D. McKissick of the Washington football team, he's only 6% of Yahoo and 14.8% of ESPN leagues. He was, uh, you know, a favorite target there where we saw uh, – you know, Alex Smith and that fantastic story that, uh you know, we saw on Sunday, him coming in after two years, you know, fighting for his leg, fighting for his life at time due to infections. And uh, J.D. McKissick was, uh, you know, a check down target. He's seen exactly, I believe, seven targets in the last uh, each of his last two games. Um, so the value is there. PPR, of course, uh, even if it is uh, Alex Smith or, or if it's, uh, you know, Kyle Allen moving forward, I believe McKissick can hold some kind of PPR value due to this. Uh, due to this, I apologize. He's seen eight targets the last uh, two weeks each. The rushing attempts aren't there, but in the running game, he's a, he's a great checkdown uh, type of player. And uh, you know, with with matchups against the uh, Giants, uh, Cowboys, and Giants coming up, you have to love those three uh, matchups. And there's some points we had there. So if you're struggling in a deep league, JD McKissick and uh, the PPR especially really could uh, you know benefit you if uh, through the stretch here of injuries and bye weeks. So let's move on to wide receivers here. This is what we're getting into. This is it. This is it. This is the uh, this is one of the best waiver wire you know crops you'll see in a long time when it comes to one position. This wide receiver uh, you know class here, you could say this week five production by some names burst on the scene is insane. Of course, we're going to start it off with Chase Claypool. If uh, you know Alexander Madison, or if you're weak at, I'd say weak at wide receiver, you got to find yourself a guy. Get Chase Claypool. This man only went and scored four touchdowns last week. Or, yeah, three touchdowns. Four touchdowns. Three receiving, one rushing. He is a big, big dude. Six foot four, 238. Big Ben seems to love him. Targeted 11 times last week. Really burst on the season. He's got four touchdowns on the season now. Uh, there's not much else to say about this. This is a fantastic at 110 yards and 11 targets, seven receptions. Of course, the three touchdowns, another rushing touchdown. It's Cleveland next week. Uh, then we'll see Tennessee and Baltimore. So, you know, this Cleveland matchup will be juicy. But this Pittsburgh team is firing all cylinders, undefeated at this point. 
Um, of course, they had the uh, game against the Titans that was postponed uh, in Week 4, but Week 5 now, uh, undefeated team, and they're clicking. Chase Claypool is going to be a big part of that moving forward, so make sure if you have some priority there, you go out and get yourself a Chase Claypool. But that's not where it stops here for wide receivers. This is a uh, you know full class this week. Travis Fulgham, the uh, you know surprise breakout performer of the Philadelphia Eagles this last week. He only went on and saw 13 targets for 10 uh, 10 receptions, 152 yards, and a touchdown for a 31.2 point performance. And that you know this happened in a against a very 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 good Steelers defense, if not the best defense in the entire NFL at least uh, talent-wise, including secondary there. So he went out and did this, and, you know, this Eagles team is desperate for production of wide receivers. So if this guy can really, you know, 13 targets, it doesn't just happen randomly. He's going to be involved moving forward. And, you know, you know Carson Wentz has looked good the last few weeks. Um, weird to say, but, yeah, if he can connect, uh, complete this uh, connection here with Travis Fulgham, um, I think this is a, a gem in the a gem in the rough. Uh, like I said, the Eagles are desperate to find help on the receiving end. And, uh, you know, this guy may have just come out of absolute nowhere to be that guy. Six foot two, 215. Uh, again, had a fantastic weekend. Even the week prior against the uh, 49ers, he caught a touchdown. He had three targets for two receptions. So uh, it isn't his first week where he saw you know, some type of production. So, again, need a wide receiver here. Uh, Fulgham could be your guy. Again, the wide receiver tree keeps giving. LaVisca Chenault. We've had this guy on uh, this podcast before. Um, not personally him speaking on here, which would be pretty cool if he did. But, no, we've listed him before. He's, uh, you know, gone over double digits in uh, four or five games. He saw a season high or a career high, actually. Eight targets, seven receptions, 79 yards. More involved in Jacksonville here. Uh, you know, a second round, early second round pick. They want to get this guy involved, has Detroit and the Chargers coming up, Houston, even after their bye week. So, uh, you know, he's going to be more involved. As I said, this is a rookie who is, uh, you know, putting up great numbers here for a, you know, a, an okay offense and a, you know, still a young a young quarterback there, Gardner Minshew, a sophomore with a six-round pick. Um, but, yeah, he seems to like this guy. You know, he uh, has, what, one touchdown, hasn't scored a touchdown since week one. But the targets are increasing. He's, he's seen six, six, and eight targets the last three weeks here. Uh, so expect more targets for uh, Chenault to come forward here. Um, especially if this offense gets going a little bit more. They started out real hot, but they've kind of leveled off. So we'll see if they get going against Detroit this week. Moving forward, we have two more receivers for you. Preston Williams, uh, one of the breakout stars here for the uh, Miami Dolphins. He is owned in 22% of Yahoo and 36.8% of ESPN leagues. I forgot to mention, Fulgham's owned 3% of Yahoo and 0.2% of ESPN leagues, and Chidnot is owned 34% of Yahoo and 30% of ESPN leagues. But Preston Williams, you know, had a nice start to his career last year, but then went toward ACL. And, uh, you know, the talent is there, obviously, but he only went in, had five targets, four receptions, 106 yards, and a touchdown here against the 49ers. You know, had a very nice, uh, you know, deep uh, connection there with Ryan Fitzpatrick in the last game. And... Like I said, readily available. He's out there. He's seen uh, he's seen some decent amount of targets this year. The receptions aren't there, but again, a rookie when I was sophomore coming off a uh, coming off a um, ACL tear is hard to get back in the swing of things. And uh, you know, has the Jets again this week. So if you're looking for a wide receiver streamer, possibly long term, 
Preston Williams can be your guy. And this next guy is just a throw in because I don't like to include players that are only 40%, over 40% of leagues, but it needs to be mentioned. He's close enough. Henry Ruggs, Las Vegas Raiders, owning 44% of Yahoo and 48.6% of ESPN leagues. Henry Ruggs is the real deal. Only three targets last week, but 118 yards and a touchdown. This dude is as fast as they come. He's a blur on the field. He is a, a matchup nightmare. And, uh, you know, probably would have been more involved, but the Raiders surprisingly jumped out to a decent lead against uh, the Chiefs, and then they pounded the ball with Josh Jacobs in uh, route to a victory. So that, that was a surprise victory there. 40 points, 40 to 32 against the Chiefs. So, uh, you know, as this as they keep connecting deeper down the field, I know he missed a week with injury already, but as Derek Carr and and um, and uh, Ruggs start connecting, this is scary. This is a this is uh you know the first receiver taking and a stacked wide receiver, one of the best receiver uh you know groups we're going to see in a long time out of the draft this year. So uh, Henry Ruggs is a guy to keep on the radar. You know he's a kind of a boomer bust fantasy type of player. You know again three targets for two receptions, 118 yards. It isn't going to result for you. Uh, too well, but you know, in a flex position where you need to hit a home run, um, this guy has home run potential written all over him. So wide receivers out of the way, running backs out of the way, quarterbacks out of the way. A lot to dive through there. A lot of great talent and league winning moves to be made there. Let's move on to the tight ends. I'm going Cameron Brait with my first uh, my first suggestion here. Uh, of course, we saw we saw the well Rob Gronkowski had his first um his first touchdown of the season, and uh, I'm blanking right now on O.J. Howard. O.J. Howard uh, is out for the season, and in his first game without O.J. Howard, Brayton went on and saw six targets for five receptions and 44 yards there for Tom Brady, and uh, a surprise loss to Chicago. But now they have Green Bay, Las Vegas, the Giants, <clears throat> Saints even coming up, Carolina, some great matches coming up. We know uh, we know, we know, know Tom Brady loves his re- or tight ends, uh, Robert Cross is a shell himself, just trying to hang in there a little bit further. But Cameron Bray is a talented tight end. We've seen this before in seasons past without O.J. Howard involved. Uh, but I think this is a great connection here. Only owned in, I think, like 2% of ESPN leagues, or 2% of Yahoo and 1.8% of ESPN leagues, so he's readily available. This is, uh, you know, potentially Tom Brady's tight end one in only 2% of the leagues. You need to go out to this guy. And, uh, you know, I struggle to find another tight end here. I'm going to throw in Mo Ali Cox again. He had a kind of disappointed disappear off the, uh, you know, after his hot start there uh, with the Colts, uh, one of the surprising stories of the year, the former basketball player coming in and, uh, you know, doing well, phasing Jack Doyle to that offense. He's on 35% of Yahoo and 20.7% of ESPN leagues. We had high hopes for him last week ago against the uh, Cleveland Browns, who can't stop a tight end to save their lives. But, uh, yeah, he gets Cincinnati this week, who are a pretty awful defense as well. So, you know, he's touchdown dependent, but we'll see what happens, uh, you know, moving forward there with Moali Cox. But that's it, guys. Again, next moving, week's moving forward. I'm going to try to hop, get someone to hop on here with me, and we'll go back to the, you know, the the format uh, Zach and I had going. Um, hopefully Zach can make an appearance here in the near future. Maybe he can squeeze us in <clears throat> Excuse me, on one of his uh, busy Monday evenings. But again, guys, this is Nate with We Know Fancy. You can be found on Twitter and Facebook. At We Know Fantasy. Again, we have daily podcasts on We Know Fantasy Podcast Network. You can find that on Spotify. You can find that on Apple uh, Apple Podcasts. Anywhere you uh, consume podcasts, you can search We Know Fantasy and you'll find us. Hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of our daily content. Visit WeKnowFantasy.com.
for some daily articles and great content on there as well. You can also find other podcasts on our website. But again, guys, thank you for listening to me this week. Ran, ramble, <clears throat> ramble, excuse me, on by myself. Uh, again, these are league-winning moves, a lot of great options that need to be addressed this week. Don't sleep on these guys. You need to play the waiver wire aggressively this week. Spend the FAAB. You know, if you have, if you're waiting to use your top priority, this is the week to do it. You're not going to see a better waiver wire crop than uh, what we have here. So, till next week, guys. See you.